Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're going to do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this more business, more life. And it's an and, not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Welcome to More Business, More Life. In this episode, we're going to talk about how do you surround yourself with the right people, the people that lift you up. We can even call it the wow people. And then what do we do with the people that are dragging us down? And how do we even know that? Sometimes we get lost hanging around the wrong people and we start living smaller and smaller and smaller and we wake up unhappy. So how do we turn this around and actively bring the right people around us so we have an exciting, happy life that fulfills our desires. We're going to go deep on this one. Let's do it. I like to always uh, quote Jim Rohn uh, because I think he said it best. He said, the five people you spend the most time with, if you actually examine their lives, you look at you know, how much money they make, how much time do they have off, how much time they spend with their family, how many vacations do they take, even to the point of like, what neighborhood they live in, all these different things. If you look at all of that, then uh, Jim Rohn said the average of those five are 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 you. Yeah, that you. If you look at it, and if you actually study this a little bit in your life, it actually is kind of eerie. It's like, oh wow, this is this is more of my life. So we. So it is. This is why they have these sayings like, "Be cautious of who you." hang around or you are the sum of your friends. I mean, people have said it so many different ways. And what we want to tell you when it comes to more business, more life, we have to be conscious of where we spend our time, just like we do in our businesses. What are we focused on is going to, uh, we're going to, where our focus goes, energy flows. So if we focus on a business initiative, then we're going to have more likely that it's going to occur, that we're going to find solutions for it. If we want to focus on achieving a different level of our life, then we also need to focus on. And the reason this discussion came piggybacking on last week's podcast is because if we really want to grow, some of your friends are going to tell you no. They're going to say and even possibly pull you down. They're going to be like, oh, you can't do that. No, you, that's not going to work. All these things that uh, pop up in our in our community and it's not because it's wrong it's just because they don't know even our parents or loved ones might say this to you but then you have to ask yourself have they achieved what you want and a lot of times they there's another joke that i've heard around other business people i've been around they say that chances are the people who try to give you the most financial advice are your brokest friends now it's not always that way but chances are but that's why I was, so who should you be taking this advice for? And so one of the things Jim Rohn said after that is like, if you're the biggest one, if you're the, if you want to say you're the most successful one, or you have the most achievement out of your five, your group of five, then you might be the leader in that group. You might be a little bit farther ahead of them, but that's not where you want to spend the majority of your time. You want to spend the majority of your time around five people that that are achieving more than you, that you can learn from, that you're the small one, that you're the one that 
uh, could learn from all of them. Now, it doesn't mean abandon your other friends and maybe people that you've known your whole life, but you just have to be time conscious. You have to say, okay, if I let all my life and all my free time go there, then how am I going to grow? And and I need to be around people that want and believe in the same dream that I have so that you don't have people pulling you down. You have people lifting you up. Because then if you're in that group where the five people around you have already achieved what you want and they're ahead of you, then when you say, this is my dream, they're going to say, yeah, I did that last year. You want some pointers? Here's what I did. Like, think how much easier life would be when you're around those type of people. So this is, we want you to start being conscious of where you spend your time, not just in business, but in our life, because then that affects our business. It goes both ways, right? Our business affects our life. Our life affects our business. There's no, there's no either or they're together. I really believe. And that's why we would talk more about integrated lifestyle versus a balanced lifestyle. It's not always balanced, but it can be integrated. And Melissa, just before the podcast, you said you call, what do you, you call it something? I call it my personal board of directors. So it's really about assembling a group of trusted advisors or mentors in some cases who really help provide guidance and support, but also offer different perspectives on both my personal and professional life. So for me, it's somebody kind of fed into me really early that if you continue to look at your own life as, you know, kind of the same as you would a business, it's like, how are you going to achieve your goals? How can you get there? What can other people give you who have already been there? Or maybe they have other perspective that they can provide. So I've always kind of kept this personal board of directors that I can call and ask questions and get their feedback. And they have changed over the years. So it's like they're not in a lifetime commitment, but they provide lots of value both personally and professionally and and over the years obviously become even closer friends that's so beautiful and you're right it doesn't have to be all business like i have questions like that that could sound that way i've kind of morphed them a little bit but i've been getting in the habit of asking my wife and my kids are you happy and how could you be happier and how can i help you be happier or, or, and that could be unhappiness, like just judging that. And you can kind of see, right? Like, especially with your kids, you can say, oh, they don't look so happy. I'm like, I used to say what's going on. They'd be like, nothing. I have, I have teenagers. Okay. So they're like nothing. And I'm, I don't I'm know. Like, just so that, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Then I'd say, okay, well, are you happy today? Well, what was the happiest part of your day? How can it be happier? How can dad help you make it happier in your life? What what things are missing that are taking away your joy? Um, and just start asking questions like that. I we I had a guest on the show way back when, Matt Axerson, and he said he does this every Sunday with his his partner, his wife. He says, they say, What was the best part of your week? I don't remember all their questions. He said it on the podcast and I, I wish I remembered which episode it was, but you could look it up, Matt, look back. It's going to be before episode 54. I'll tell you that because it was before I was paralyzed. So, but then the big one that he asks is what can I do to help you more in the week to come? 
Like, can you imagine if every partner said that to their partner every week? Like, I, I'm not even that consistent to be weekly on that. He's he's a rock star on that. And his family is like doing really, really well. Because I mean, imagine how much better we if everyone's asking that. So going back to it, it's kind of like it does. You don't even have to extend it. Sometimes in your own family unit, you could have a board of directors like Melissa's talking about. But then it's really smart what you're talking about, Melissa. Like I always say, if you want something in life inquire with the people that have it and if you can create a board of directors like melissa's saying awesome sometimes you need to hire a mentor or a consultant but so sometimes you could pay for this and sometimes you could work for it like when i was younger i would go work for free i even did that in the past years it doesn't have to be forever like if someone's doing something that you want to learn about show up for free and sometimes people are, are like think that you're crazy like what you're going to come help me for free i'm like yeah i just want to learn and some of those days that I do that, I learn more than ever because they feel like a reciprocal a reciprocation. They want to give more or answer any question you want. So I love that, Melissa. Thank you for bringing that up and reminding me how I kind of already use that. And also I'm taking a, I'm taking a note from this too. I need to do that more uh, diligently. Yeah. I already took a bunch of notes, but I am curious about that, Melissa, with your personal board of directors. Do you, it sounds like you had conversations with some folks in your life that you wanted to be on your board. Like, I'm just curious about how that came to be and like what you did and, and what is involved. Well, I think it's, it's, it's really kind of your circle, right? If you think about your, your inner circle, like who do you want to invite in? And for me, if there are a variety, depending on what season I'm in in life, I remember, for example, being fairly, I'll say, not newly married, but we had been married for several years. We had kids. It was a blended family. And I remember being just overwhelmed with like, how do I even keep my house clean? How do I make sure the kids are fed? Like things that I really stressed about. And I remember reaching out to this wonderful, wonderful woman. I won't say her name because I might, she might get nervous, but she helped me so much, not only with just per getting perspective on life spiritually, but also just in terms of, I mean, it was little things like I would be maybe trying to fold all the clothes after I did the laundry and there was like lots of laundry and she was like, put everything on a hanger, don't fold. And I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, it was just like different things. She, I mean, she's the master organizer and it's like everything she touched was absolute perfection, whether she was baking a cake or creating a gift for someone or whatever. But she just had so much to offer because I was just so overwhelmed with commuting two hours each way. And it's like, you finally get home and you're like vacuuming at 1 a.m. It's like, no, that is not the lifestyle you want. You know what I mean? So just depending on what I'm, what my goal is and where I want to be, I would I would reach out to different people and just absorb and just really seek their their guidance on like, how do I do things better? Because 
that work-life balance, people talk about it all the time, but it's not really a balance. It's like, how do you integrate the two and and actually get what you want out of your own life? Because at the end of the day, we're only here for a limited time period. <laughs> yeah. I would just some key uh, words like, this is a growth mindset that you wanted it to be better. And then you were willing to ask for help and you sought after someone that you saw that you admired that you're like, wow, you're doing an amazing job. How do I do that? Oh, you hang everything. Well, wow, that's so good. Uh, yeah. So it's those simple things and look how simple it is. And we don't think about it because it's not that you weren't smart enough to think of that. You were too busy to think of that. That's really how I put it. I, all the times that I didn't see the solution right in front of me was because I was blinded by all the busyness, which we tend to do. I did in my early years. And that's why more business, more life exists because that's the fallacy, right? We think if we work harder and we just plow in, then we're going to make it. But then that gives no time to pause. So also let's look at what you did, Melissa. You paused, reached out for help, listened. That's all pause. You're not doing, right? You're listening. And then you took that into your life and made an improvement. So I think there's a lot of lessons in what you just said. I hope everyone's extrapolating those. Yeah. No, that was so good. Thank you for answering that. And I think I think in my mind, I was like, did you actually call someone and say, hey, I'm interviewing for my board of directors? But no, it sounds like I it was <laughs> just more organic. <laughs> like in your own mind, you were like, these are the people that I would want counsel from. These are the people I care about their feedback. And this is who I like. Now, that's not, to say, yeah. that's not to say I have not used that in at some point in time in my life when I needed somebody committed maybe for a particular time period. Because to me, when you call somebody up and say, hey, I need you to join a board of directors, like, what does that mean? What, what's that commitment level? You know, all of that. But but there have been times when I just really needed some very focused professional help or whatever. And and I got I might get very specific and share with them that they are on my personal board of directors. That's good. And I think it also goes back to some of the things we talked about last week of just being mindful of who you invite in to your space and and whose uh, advice that you listen to, because some I, I believe that in most cases, advice is well-intentioned, but it's not always helpful and it can be counterproductive too, depending on who you share some of these vulnerable goals with or you know, where you're at and where you're trying to go, it is deeply personal, whether it's business or life. So being super mindful about who comes in. So let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back. I just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for Pro Audio Voices. They're the ones that uh, produce my podcast and Becky and her team are amazing. And for those of you that know me, I'm all about WOW clients, WOW partners, and Pro Audio Voices is a WOW partner for me. And if you wanna learn more, you can go to proaudiovoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audiobooks, and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky. I said this at the beginning of this episode, but I just wanna hit what you just said really big and make it loud and echo what you just said, Stephanie, that it's, this is the most important. I can't tell how many people have been discouraged, broken down, stopped what they're doing because their immediate circle of influence, the people they spend the most time with, told them that it was a dumb idea. 
And they had no idea because chances are none of them have done that thing. So if you really want to know how to you know search for someone that's done it, now you might be inventing something that no one else has done. Well, then it doesn't mean you have to find someone that's done your exact invention. You have to find someone that's invented stuff. People that believe that you can create, you all can create, anything's possible. Surround yourself with people that have that attitude. So you might have something so unique. Well, then find people that have made unique things. Surround yourself with them. How did they do it? How did they overcome when no one believed that this idea would be good? Those are stepping stones to your success. And that's uh, that's going to give you the encouragement instead of being let down. Like, so you don't try something new and then all your friends tell you that's that's the stupidest thing they heard. Or what are you going to do? Like, how is that going to work? That's not going to work. That's not going to work. I mean, I often say, like, I noticed I've worked with the Boys and Girls Club of America. And when you look in some of those children's eyes and they're like, I want to do this when I grow up. And everyone's like, yeah, you can do it. And and then they're all inspired. And then when I'm around, like, young adults, that all their friends are telling them, no, you can't do that. And then even deeper than that, you start getting into your 30s, 40s. And they're like, yeah, how are you going to pay the bills? Like, really? Come on. Let's go have a glass of wine. Forget about that stuff. And then you're, and then what? You just let go of something from someone that doesn't know what they're talking about. And it's not that they're like, let me also make clear. It's not that they're mean. It's not that they're trying to burst your bubble. I think it's the opposite. They actually love you uh, most of the time, but they don't know any other way. So I, I often tell a story about the fishbowl. If, if you're in a, the fishbowl and you're swimming around and all it was the fishbowl, and then you decide that you want to swim in the great waters and you jump out of the fishbowl into the big sea of water and you're swimming towards your goal. Your friends and family in that bowl, they're going to be like, get back in the bowl. You're going to die. Oh my gosh. Steve's out of the bowl. Everyone help us get Steve back in the bowl. They're actually trying to protect you, even though they have no idea that you're in the, you're in the water and you're swimming away and you're living the best life because you're living something different. And it's not again so it's not we're not saying go tell your friends that they're not good enough or any of that stuff they're doing the best they can with the information that they have and you just have to realize that their information and the data that they're deciding on is not yours and it's not equivalent and so when you're dreaming you have to surround yourself with people that are dreaming and potentially dreaming in the same sector because there are people that have done things that are the same. Maybe you want to be a marketer. There's many marketing companies. Maybe you want to be a filmmaker. There's many filmmakers. Maybe you want to be an artist. There's many artists. Maybe you want to be a musician. There's many musicians on and on and on and on. Whatever it is, go find those people so that you can surround yourself with the people that have already done it. And then if it is so unique, surround yourself by people that do unique things. Otherwise, you're going to get a lot of bubbles popped and hurt feelings. I think that's, sorry, I went really deep on that, Stephanie, but I think I see so many people deal with this and then they let their life pass. And then all of a sudden you're 50, 60, 70 years old and you, that dream is so, so still there in your heart. And you're, and some people I've met, they're heartbroken. They never did that thing that their life was telling them to do. Yeah, I find that really sad. And I agree with you. It, it comes from a place often of protection or just not knowing they're not people who've taken risks. They just have sort of succumbed to maybe like, this is my life. And I, I can empathize with that. I was there. I was like, well, this is my life. This is, I just got to show up and do 
the thing. And it's not until somebody expands your horizons or like you said, opens that door to to what is possible and then supports and encourages you. And instead of is like, oh, you can't do that. It's like, well, let's try to figure out how to do that and how to have that. It's very different. And it it crosses not just business, but I've even seen it um, in groups where people are trying to better themselves and they're trying to have fitness goals and they're trying to eat healthy. And then coworkers are like putting cake on their desk, knowing full well what their goals are. So there's going to be people that are out there that are just, I don't know why people do that. It's like a sabotage almost. Or maybe it's like they don't want to see other people excel or ascend around them. I'm not sure. But just to be aware of that and to know like it's not you, right? It's what you're trying to do and what you're trying to do. And if you're trying to reach and if you're trying to achieve more for your own personal reasons, for your family, for your community, whatever that is, to keep going and then find those people who support it because there are a lot of people out there. And if you're not getting it in one place, like shake it off and and just know that there's yeah. others. Yeah. Not many people self or uh, not self but sabotage, but sometimes people look at it as a wrong or right. So if you're not eating cake, then they feel like they're wrong for eating the cake. And then they want you to eat the cake. It's like, that's what you see in drinking, right? You all go out to the bar and then one person's not drinking. And then you're like, no, I'm not drinking tonight. And then they're like, come on, drink man drink with us because they don't want to feel like like if that's better than them or they're wrong now they feel guilty for drinking and that is really their own stuff that's their own personal growth and maybe they're questioning themselves and it's easier to just get you to come down to be with them where they are versus them changing to be where you are and then you just have to say to people hey you be you like no judgment here i'm just not going to drink tonight do you be, enjoy yourself do what you want and have my piece of cake too like but it's fine like yeah you're just you're choosing your life i think that's what we're all talking about you're choosing your life and you're choosing who you surround yourself with which then is going to be easier to get through the tough times we're not saying there's never going to be tough times with more business more life we do make it easier we do make it simpler we work smarter, not harder. So there's a lot of good. But then when you have a challenge, you have this personal network or board of advisors, like Melissa says, that you can rely on and say, hey, I'm 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 struggling today. And can I just say that I watch Giovanni do this all the time because whatever he's working on, he will literally be talking to somebody or we'll have a conversation. He'll be like, oh, I want to reach out to you and talk to you about whatever it is and he seeks the information and and continues these relationships he's very good at it just want to give you some love Giovanni no yeah stopping <laughs> you <laughs> thanks yeah there was yeah I've been taking some notes and trying to think of something valuable to say in this so I guess I'll jump in here now but I mean everything that I feel like on this subject has kind of already been said. It's just like, if you, I think if you're not feeling you're in the place you want to be in life, it's like take one, it's like take stock inwardly just to see where you're at mentally and, and whatnot. And then also secondly, take stock of who you're surrounded by. Cause if you are surrounded by people who are totally content in their lives, of uh, whether it's just going to work or just living, which is totally fine, right? Where you're, all here to have our own stuff but if you want more out of life and you see that everybody else around you doesn't want more out of life then it's like you got to find 
you got to find where your people are at. And I think in today's world, it's easier than ever to find your, whatever you use, like your tribe, your family, whoever, your circle, right? Because there's, I mean, Steve, I don't know if you told the story or I saw it somewhere. I think it was like on MTV or something like that. It was like, it was like a, a TV series, like following these kids who had very unique like styles. And like one was like this kid in this like rural town. He has like, and I don't know if it was, it was like a goth or metal kind of a vibe to him. But then he like, and everybody like in his town was just like, dude, you're weird. Right. Cause everybody else is a little more country and all this other stuff. And then when he went to like New York, they're following this kid around and he goes to New York and like, there's like all these kind of stores that support him. He like, he just like felt like, oh my gosh, like here's all these people that are just like me and like have like the same kind of style and all this other stuff. And it's in today's world with the verb being with the internet, like you can literally find the people who are doing what you want to do or what you want to accomplish. Like you can find those people easily, like more easily today than ever before, which just makes it so much easier for you to accomplish any goal you've ever set out for yourself, I think. Yeah, because years ago, and still to this day, but then that would be the kid that gets picked on or something like that. But now with the digital age of what, that we're in and that you can find your people, I have a saying that I have a little sign in my office that says, life is, is about finding people your kind of crazy. Let's not deny we're all a little bit crazy and just find the people that are your kind of crazy. And that's what you're talking about, Giovanni. You, be you and then know that there are others in the world and and then find them so that you stop denying yourself of the life that you truly want. Allow your heart to be in the space you want to be and then find the people that are going to support you in that. And the people that aren't, let them go. That's, that's, that's kind of ow and wow, right? You get have ow friends and wow friends. So go for a wow life. As Melissa said at the beginning of this podcast, we only have so much time on this, in this life. So live it and find the people that are going to support you, nurture you, help you grow, even push you to do things that you've never done before in a good way. Not people that push you off a bridge or something push, push you, push you in positive places, unless you're going to be a bridge jumper and that's your dream. And they're teaching you how to do that. I mean, okay. That could be your thing. Maybe you have a bungee cord or some kind of safety thing. Make sure there's no rocks down below any, any safety first. So anyway, Add to that, if I could see, it was just like, yeah, it's easy to take stock of it. It's kind of like how we've talked about this before, just like the energy of like, having a conversation with a wow client versus an owl client. It's like same thing when you have a, a conversation with a, a wow friend or a family member or an owl friend or a family member or whoever else. Like, how do you, how do you feel when you walk away from that conversation? Like, do you feel like, do you feel uplifted and they bring you energy and they're like, okay, like keep those kind of people in your life. But if it's, they kind of bring you down and like, you feel worse about where you want to go, where you see yourself and like, you feel like, shrinking down then that's definitely like the people you want to let go from your life even if it's family members like that's probably one of the hardest ones right like because getting out of that so there's so many people who grow up in a town and then they they leave after graduation to like make their own little way and then they go back home and it's like that's still the same kind of mindset and like they kind of shrink back like even ryan reynolds has a movie i think i forget what his friend what movie is it he goes back to the town like he becomes like this big like ad executive and he goes back to his little town and like 
he was like a nerdy kid and everything like and everything just kind of goes awry because he just kind of gets back into that way of of life or whatever it's pretty funny things like just friends or something like that yeah i was thinking as you were talking before you even said that i was like oh this sounds like that ryan Ryan reynolds movie i love that movie (laughs) that's a good one it's pretty good yeah just take stock of how you feel after a conversation with somebody i would yeah and then and then know that you can choose differently so i hope this is helpful I feel like this has really helped my life when I realized this and this made a big difference in my life. And I learned things I never would have learned if I wouldn't have pushed myself to surround myself by people that were doing things I wanted to do that, that I was scared to do because I didn't know how to do it. And they did. So get, get past that and try it out. And that's all another thing, right? How do we overcome the fear to approach those people that may are maybe are not our friends? That ought to be a whole nother episode maybe we do that next time we'll discuss it but i hope you got value from this and we want to remind you all if you want to join our newsletter that's free we give even more things and keeps you in tune with our podcast here the more business more life newsletter you can text wow w-o-w to 72,000 72,000 so 72,000 and text WOW to 72,000. And then you'll be prompted to add your name and email. And then we'll get that newsletter out to you every week. We send that out. So uh, we, we do all this from love. We want to help as many people have more business and more life right now. And as we close, we always want to remind you to choose gratitude and create freedom. We love you. Have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopleton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopleton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.